Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. I got my. I'm trying to look beautiful. <laughs> Don't I look gorgeous? I look lovely, Santi. Are we ready, Santi? All right, welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast. Almost to New Year's, Santi. New Year's Day coming Saturday. What is today? Thursday, the what, 30th? Wow, time flies, Santi. Time does fly. We're going to do a quick little racket review on some stuff because we've been doing, um, we haven't done a lot of uh, uh, hardware stuff, really. Uh, stuff that you should be playing with or thinking you should be playing with. I'm just going to roll through them real quick. We'll just go over some racket stuff and what kind of difference between string patterns and weights and, and all these different kind of beams. Um, so in general, at our club, we have, I guess we'll have more people that are club players than high advanced players, but, and then you'll get a, adults that can swing the racket pretty well that, that'll use more of a player's racket as well. But in general, so I'll whip these out. This is the Babolat pure strike and this is the head radical so these kind of rackets as you can see are squared beam rackets with a squared beam racket you would say that's more of a player's racket so to speak so federer plays with a square beam all these players um like a prestige a head prestige that chillich plays with they're squared beams they're more of drive based rackets they're going to create a lot more power and uh they're going to basically be able to push the ball around more uh, in general, these rackets usually have a tighter string pattern, which that means is the pattern of the strings are tighter, tighter together, so it's more of a solid hit, right? The wider the strings, the more spin there is. In general, and it's kind of easier to hit, more club players will use a wider based string racket because they need more spin, and they, they don't have... Uh, the aptitude or the power to break the strings as much. Wider string rackets, right, wider uh, base string rackets will break easier, so players will not use them as well because they'll break strings. They break them anyways, but they'll break them a ton. If they were using a wide pattern, they'd break a lot. Um, but in general, the review of these squared beam rackets, I really, I like to play with a squared beam racket too. But I can tell you the differences. I'm going to take this just very personal. I'm not going to get into the technical, you know, 16 by 19, uh, 98 inches, 97 inches, 100, and all this stuff, and all the weight, 10.6, 12, 11. That's all personal. You can put a little bit more weight on them by putting lead tape on them. They put lead tape on the sides. But I'm just going to go by feel. Like, people, when they put on sneakers, don't go, uh, how many ounces is this sneaker? It's just whether it feels good in your hand. That's why I tell anybody who tries a racket, how does it feel in your hand? So I'm going to tell you this just personally how they feel. This racket feels really good in my hand because it feels like the ball can really explode off my racket. It feels very flexible. And I like that. I like a lot of flexible, I like a flexible racket, even though somebody will say it's stiffer, right? But that's how it feels for me. So... <laughs> Don't worry about all the technical stuff. Just worry about how it feels in your hand. This racket, I get a lot of power with it, and I can hit a lot of topspin with it as well. I get more power easier. More topspin will come with a racket. I'll show you a little bit later, but I get more drive. I get more power with this racket. The Radical is very similar. It feels a little softer even. Softer meaning that the racket kind of 
takes the ball in even more. And we'll see like I can grab it more and release it. That's the feeling with the radical. It feels a little softer frame to me. Um, so those two squared bean rackets, I would recommend. I think they're both solid. Very similar. Once you get to rackets that are very similar, like, like there's a gravity in this, there's a prestige in this, they're all pretty similar at one point. It's a question of what you prefer. I think, to me personally, we create too many skews of these rackets. Like, I'll go to the Pure Drive. Like the, the, the Babolat Pure Drive is probably one of the most popular, best-selling rackets in a long time. And they finally start to slow down, lower the skews, Santi. They used to make, the problem is, I think people get in a boardroom and they go, all right, this racket's popular. Let's make 30 different versions of it. All right, this is 10-4 or whatever. Let's make one that's, uh, let's make a team version and a tour version and, and this version and that version and we'll sell them all. And it gets crazy and you can't carry them all as a, as a club. I can't carry the team, the tour, the drive, this, the light, the blah. It, it's too much. Really, if you bear it down just to two or three rackets, people are going to find those and buy them and work with them. They create too many SKUs. So this original Pure Drive, I think it's 10-4 MP. It's like 100, 100 inches. It's a great racket. It was always great. Make one of them. You can make one and then make a light version. That's what I would say. Just two SKUs of a racket are fine. Um, so this racket is a round beam racket. It's very different than this in the sense of it's called a drive, but it's going to give you more spin than these rackets because it's more of a rounded beam. So technically, it'll go through the zone easier. And because it's a bigger face, you'll get a little bit more spin. A real spin racket is the one that Nadal has, right? This is an, this is an arrow, right? And it's really aerodynamic, right? So it creates a lot more spin through the zone. These rackets are basically the same weight and the same string pattern. But this is going to create a little bit more spin. This is why this why, this used to be called this is the Arrow Drive. It used to be called the, just the Pure Arrow, or I can't even remember. They changed all the names. But this will give you more spin. This will give you a little bit more drive. I like the way this feels a little better. This used to sell like crazy. They changed it a little bit. And in general, I've gotten reviews that people just don't like the balance on the racket. It doesn't feel as comfortable through the zone. But this is still a big seller. Okay, so hopefully I'm not going too fast. This is the extreme. As you can see, it's very similar to the pure drive. They're like, listen, it happens. Somebody makes a good racket, and then they'll start making ones that are very similar. This feels very similar to this. It still feels a little softer. In other words, it's a little bit more of taking the ball into the strings and releasing it. But a lot of people started to make other pure drives. Very similar. Like you see a movie and then all of a sudden there's three of them out that are similar that are successful. This is new. This head boom is a brand new racket, which actually is really nice. I was surprised how nice it was. It is much, I was surprised how much power it created. This is coming out, I think something you said, what, in March? And they made this with a little, like a little different color. It's a little lighter, but it's nice. It's a nice teal color. It's really a solid racket. And as you can tell, people have been using it already. They destroyed it. They liked it. Um, so that's in general what I would say. I like a squared beam racket. Most players play with a squared beam racket, like on tour. Other players, club players, will play with more of a rounded beam racket, bigger face. Like you can even play with a 108-inch racket and a wider face. It helps you. Usually a lighter racket is easier for people to swing that don't create much power. Usually pros play with heavier rackets because they create enough force already and they don't need any help with the racket being lighter. 
They want the heaviness of the racket because it can push the ball around. Like, I've played, and you can feel the difference. Like, I played with, um, I played with a pure drive for a while when I was in college. Then I went to the light. You, you, ju- you just picked it up, right? You tried it, and the ball would just get pushed around. Like, they hit so hard that the racket itself couldn't take the pace, and it would just get pushed around. You could not control the ball with a lighter racket. So on that type of level, you need a heavier racket just to push the ball back because they're hitting the ball so hard, you need that control. So hopefully that helps you with choosing a racket. If you can swing big and you can swing hard, I would use a squared beam racket that's got a little bit more weight, say 10.4 to 11, like Federer's even goes up to 12. Uh, if you feel like you need more help with spin and pace, do 100, 100 inches, do the drive, do the arrow. And if you feel like you need even a bigger one, you can even go 108. There's some of them that they make 108. But that's what I would say. Weaker end, use a lighter racket, use a little bigger, bigger frame. Stronger, tighter string pattern, heavier racket. Um, Santi, anything that you uh, experience with trying rackets or hitting with them? You can. Um, real quick, I used Good. to use in high school when this first came out. Yep. Um, like 10, I don't know, 12 years ago when Adolphus was getting popular. Sure. Really, really, really good racket. Um, what you said about how it's balanced, I don't know. I've never used the newest ones yeah. that came out, but his old ones are really good, really popular racket. Lots of spin because it's 16 by 19, 19 or yeah. whatever spin pattern. Yep. Lots of spin. So if you want a lot of spin and a good lot of top spin, I would Correct. recommend that one. Sure. That's got um, the most spin, they, they yeah. would say. And then well, that's pretty much it. Uh, I, use a, I use a different racket completely, but... I like smaller head size, like old school, like 95 square inches. That's small. Yeah. That's like, small. Uh, Federer used to use like a 90 or a 93. Now he's got a 97. It seems big. 97 because he can't handle it anymore. So <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But all really good rackets. Very yeah, good yeah. rackets. So w- we're going to go on to the strings too. Yeah, uh, pr- a couple of simple things. Um, most players that play on tour or play at a high level will use a poly. Or they'll use kind of a blend. A poly is a much, much more of a high-performance string where you can swing big with a racket. And that's the biggest advancements usually. It's not even the frames. Over the last 20 years, it's probably the strings. You can swing bigger, and the ball will the strings will keep the ball under control. You won't lose control of it. Uh, the most popular now, poly-wise, is really Hyper-G. It's by Selenko right here. Um, Right now, the kids have been loving this because it plays like a poly, but it's not as hard on your arm. You can do a full bed of this, and that means that usually when you do polys, you do a blend. So you'll do crosses and mains, whatever. So you'll do the mains with, uh, you know, poly, and you'll do the crosses with, say, gut. Like, so Federal will do, like, a gut and a poly blend, right? I think he uses Luxalon. Um but the, the gut, the natural gut, is like a synthetic. It's very soft. It's very easier on your arm. The poly's harder on your arm, right? So you want to blend for that. But this Hyper-G has been playing so easy for kids that they've been using it as the full bed. Really, the comparisons are the RPM or the Hyper-G. And there is Luxalon as well, but these have been the comparisons. The thing with polys usually is you'll have to just restring them. They won't break. They'll get loose. So you'll see players having to just restring rackets, and you'll start to be aware of when a racket gets loose. You usually string it lighter. You'll, you'll, I mean, people string it all the way down to 35 and 40 on the tour, but around here they'll string it probably between 50 and 53 or 52. Um, so that's on the poly end. 
And the multifilament end, which is in between the poly and a synthetic. Like, NXT has been pretty popular around here. People like it. It's easy. It's playable. The strings will last longer. They're softer, easier to control the ball. I would say if you're going to do a multifilament, the NXT is solid. Even though I thought that was upside down. And then a regular synthetic, anyone. I grabbed this Babolat. Any synthetic gut will last you a long time. If you don't swing big, get any synthetic. It's cost-effective. It's easy. Don't be spending a bunch of money on string when you don't need to if you're not a big swinger, if you're not going to, if the strings aren't going to get loose quick. So most people will use synthetic. I think when you start to play a little better, get a little bit more consistent, use the multifilament. And then when you get to a level where you're hitting big, swing big, need to control it, I would do a blend or I do a full bed of the Hyper-G. So that's basically a quick review. We just wanted to review over some stuff. Hopefully it helps. Remember, just starting out, use a synthetic as you get onto higher levels, Hyper-G all the way to the top. RPM is there too, Luxalon you can use, NXT as well, Sensation's good in the middle as well. That's another good multifilament. Um, I think that's it. Hopefully that gave you some information. Racket stuff. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Follow the podcast, share it. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.